Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hey guys, it's Malls. Thanks so much for listening to Please Advise. Just a quick message before the show. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. It's super helpful for us and super helpful for you. You can also call 323-450-7408 to get your calls on the show. Again, 323-450-7408. Or email askpleaseadvise at gmail.com with your voice notes or emails. Thanks so much. Hey guys, it's 152, episode 152. We're back. I'm Rusty. Hi. Oh, you're doing the air horn. I'm obsessed. Um, okay, so our guest today is Ed Hansen. I just want to get into it because we've been talking for like a half an hour already. Yeah, we've been talking for a hot minute now. But I'm excited that you're here. Uh, we were just laughing about the birds of please advise. You were laughing about it the other day. I was laughing about it literally this morning. And I told you my journey with that was like, I bet Ed remembered like the expression birds for women <laughs> yeah. and like he's on his way over. So he just like said it to us, especially it's like extra funny too. Cause like we're not birds. You're <laughs> clearly not birds. You're not sitting on a branch. And then, <laughs> no. but what happened was what it was, was that there were some crumbs on the table. Just and, now. So, and I said, Molly, are you saving those for your birds? Because you're birds, you know? And so then we all started laughing. Clearly they're not birds. I don't know why that's so funny for us. It's just cause well, it's, it's like, so ridiculous. Like you call us like dames. Like, yeah. Like the, Dames, like, please advise. Yeah, like the funny. damsels, please advise. But like, here's the other thing: I don't eat like near this table ever. So like, how there's crumbs on it is truly disturbing. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, I don't know what my guests do. So, um, how was your like Christmas, New Year's, holiday season? Like, any magic happen to you? Um, Santa bring you anything? Well, I mean. I, okay, so I don't even know how to explain this. Like, I can't even, it's really hard to articulate this. But basically, my New Year's, if my New Year's was a sign of things to come in 2018, then holy shit is all I have to say. What, because it was like your buck, actual New Year's Eve? My actual New Year's Eve. I can, how do I explain this? Okay. You in Palm Springs? I was in Palm Springs. I went to a party. That was like this quote unquote music industry party at this fancy gay guy's house. Okay. Okay. And so it was like way up in the hills. It was like fancier than any Palm Springs thing I've ever done. Okay. There was, I would say, 80 20 gay straight. Okay. I told you Tom Schwartz was there, which I thought was really funny. No, actually, you didn't. I didn't tell you. We haven't gotten a chance to really catch up on this. Okay. So Tom was there. Why was Tom Schwartz there? Thank you. From Vanderpump Rules. Vanderpump Rules. Who I I love Tom. But the more troubling of the two this season, which I would say. Right. Oh, I've said that on all my podcasts before. I mean, uh, the Toms know I love them, the but Tom, I also we don't stand think... for the Toms. But Sandoval's always my favorite. Sandoval's so my favorite. I love them. But Tom both. is trouble. He's. I mean, he, I know who my favorite Tom is. But Schwartz has been uh, worrying me on the show this year. Is he? Was he like the drunken makeout? He was okay. Here's the thing. He was also. I think he's like. I didn't realize that. Like he's a serious drinker. Like during the birthday party. I mean. Let's. I know you're doing your like. You don't want to say too much thing, but I'll just say it for you. Yeah, you have eyes. Anyone who watches the show can tell you that Tom's drinking is incredibly interesting this season. Like just how much it's ramped up, especially because his 
his wife was the one who's like tequila katie like she's the one they were they've been on the show actually tom and katie together um oh yeah and katie's the one who like has like the drinking problem allegedly um but then this season schwartz is really really showing himself and apparently he made out with another chick at a bar that's the big yeah he like made but but he didn't remember it he blacked mm -hmm. out yeah he was so nice when he came here oh no honey he is a cheater that's not that's not like up for debate he's definitely a cheater he's lovely but he definitely made out with a girl ariana like fully said on watch what happens live andy was like do you guys really think and she looked at the camera she's like yeah she's like i do and so like to me i'm like oh not only is that true, it is much worse than any of us think. Is like, a kiss just still a kiss, though? I don't know. I don't think it is. See, no, me, he's a married man. Right. Don't kiss other women. Right. What What is the cheating line for you guys? Like, even thought? Or, like, how? No, not thought. Here's the thing. I think that, no, no, no. Thought is different. I think emotional, like, any sort of, like, emotional thought, that starts to be cheating. Like, when you run into, like, I really want to, like, be with her, though. Like, that is, that's definite cheating. I mean, I don't know. Look, I don't want to, like, I'm dating someone new. I'm not going to say his name, but he's awesome. And I'm, like, obsessed with him. And he knows that. But we, neither of us have are cheaters. Like, in our, like, mm-hmm. like that's just not, it's yeah. actually quite easy to not cheat. You just don't do it. Or you break up with the person and you do it, like, quickly and promptly and you just, like. Right. You get that along. It's also not a good foot to start out anything with. If you actually like care about someone so much, you want to end a relationship for them. It's easy if you're not a selfish person. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well, then just like don't be a selfish person. Do you yeah. know what I but mean? People are inherently selfish. Like, yeah. Well, then don't date nature. them. Like they don't get to date. <laughs> Sorry. Like you don't get to have a serious relationship if you can't have one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, Schwartz was at your New Year's Eve party. Yeah, he was just there. He was like in the crowd. There was like always a lot of people there. Um, a guy, we ended up splitting an Uber with this rando guy who I thought was in a couple. The Uber, he was like, can I ride with you guys to the bar? And we're like, sure. The door closes and he goes, who wants to see my dick? And then no. and without none of us had even like said anything yet. And it was out. And then I'm like sitting there like, oh, my God. And then like it was just in the Uber, oh, in the Uber, in the Uber XL. OK, so he's exposing like himself to this. It's like- seared into my brain because I'm literally like sitting in the third row and a guy's dick is out. I thought he was kidding. And then I, my friend was like, oh, my God, no, he really took it out. And then so and then all of us were like, why is your dick out? And then and then <laughs> we end up at, a, at this bar. Right. Is that like crystal meth? Like what makes you do it that? It was something. It was some something okay yeah, like, like i don't know what it like was crystal. it wasn't he, i don't think he was on crystal but he was definitely a little heightened was it something that he should have been been embarrassed to have shown publicly to people well see then that's where the party got divided half of the boys thought that he shouldn't have been bragging talking such a big old game if you know what i'm saying and then half the party thought eh, what side know? were you on i was on the like i was on the like I, I I was split. I understood both sides. 
Okay. The, I really did. You're so I, stupid. Because I, I really did so understand much. both sides. I really did. I swear to you on I my life. So I got both sides of it because I was like, you know, I probably would. But it wasn't really, it wasn't a bad looking penis. It just wasn't anything I would have been just Look like. At you, nothing, the nothing, politician. To write, nothing to write home about. <laughs> it wasn't anything to write home about. But the funniest thing was. But you also didn't was, think he had any reason to be ashamed. He had nothing, he had nothing to be ashamed. <laughs> he didn't mind seeing it, I, but it was like something that didn't need to be I just, on It just didn't need to happen either. You know, and I was sitting there just like okay and then i'm like mortified because i'm like is the uber driver gonna see this like what is happening and so then um yeah it just if that was any yeah also indication, like that's, he had completely exposed himself to a group of people including an uber driver which is actually illegal well, like the funny thing was i don't think the uber driver knew because we were like giggling like i cannot believe and no the, not one so the uber driver looked back well, okay, listen, it's not like a cab in a 1980s movie where it's like there's nothing going on in the front that's happening in the back. Right. Like, no, he can hear you. Like, the guy has yeah. ears. Like, he just is like, he's like, okay, a bunch of drunk gay guys, like, one saying he has his dick out. Like, I'm just I gonna- just was like, I cannot believe this is happening. And if this is any indication of 2018, then holy shit. Because yeah. that was already that was already like a buck wild way to start. Rock it. out with your cock. He out. really, he literally did. He literally did. And to no one's with like it wasn't like anyone was like encouraging this this yeah. just happened i was flashed i was fl- i was flashed after midnight so that happened it was really fun other than that um just buck wild like everything's been, it's been good i had, like a gnarly christmas i had a really bad christmas right. i had a really bad birthday new year's was just okay i went to go see britney sears um with like a, a friend that like we barely know each other, but it was really, really fun. It was like we wound up getting picked up by a couple outside of the Aria who brought us up to their apartment that they live in that like looked over the Vegas Strip. And we just like were awake with them till like five in the morning, like just partying and like. That's fun. It was fun. And like it was really funny because she followed me on Instagram, like the girlfriend of the couple. She's from Boston, by the way. She has a six. Oh, seven. oh so. Sorry. Um, and they have like the sickest apartment with like Seriously. extra beds and like all this shit. So I like was like, I'm maintaining this friendship, but like I kind of like I think her boyfriend called my hotel room the day prior, but I was so because I told him I was like, my cell phone's not working in Vegas. Remember, my cell yeah. phone was just like shitting the bed left and right. So I was like, worst case scenario, just call my hotel room. Like, I don't know if I'm getting a phone tomorrow or not. So, um, he he did call like and he was saying like come down to the store because he, he and his like girlfriend own a store I guess on the strip, but I didn't answer the phone because it was like almost like looking through a peephole where it's like no matter what, if I look through it and I see my best friend on the other side or if I look through it and I see a murderer on the other side it's the nature of like putting your eye up to the hole that's the scary part so yeah matter, so like. The idea of answering a call that came to your hotel room is like, oh, no matter what happens, I'm going to be terrified. Oh, that's scary. Getting a call in a hotel room is a little frightening. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe I remember to do that. Like, I was like, oh, 90s kid over here, like being like, just call my hotel room. Yeah, like room 2041. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, like what it was. Like, it was. And he like remembered it. <laughs> that's very mistressy of him. But he... um, <laughs> You know what I mean? That's like a very mistress move. Well, no, I'll tell you what it is as well. Is that like, so... The uh, I wasn't going to get into this, but I will. So when we went back to their plays, like at one point she goes, by the way, she's like, if you love fuck him, she's like, I'm so cool. She's like, oh, oh my God. 
And I said to him, like, we went upstairs to a cigarette. I said to him, I was like, so, like, your fiance offered to let us fuck you. And he, I was like, I was like, that was very interesting. And he's like, See, she's the fucking best. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I've been drinking. He's like, I was doing coke earlier. He's like, my dick's not going to work for a week. He's like, but she's the best. And I was just, <laughs> just confident in their polyamory. Yeah. Just straight up confident. And but by the way, I don't think she was poly. Like, I think that, like, she just kind of, like, is like, yeah, you know, like, Take the load off of me for tonight. I didn't see anyone. Yeah, I didn't yeah. see anyone there to hang out with her. So yeah. I was like, but also just because his penis isn't working right doesn't mean he something still can't happen. It's so like Christina. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think that when he dick centric, I know it's also like really like no, true. Here's That's the thing: is that when someone's been you. partying all night, to expect any them to perform sexually in any capacity is nuts. Like. You just can't you you just want to fall asleep or you can't pay attention. Like if he was like up doing co- like coke, like no way. It's also kind of like one of those things here like you think you're just there for a drink and a view and then all of a sudden it turns into like you know. Oh no, I knew that it was something. Like, oh, I knew okay. I mean, I knew there was no way that a married couple takes you back to their apartment. It's me and a girl who looks like she's 17. Right. Like there's no way. Like I looked like her mommy. <laughs> like I really did. Like I looked like I brought my daughter out. And um, oh, I so I just knew I was like this is gonna be something, but like worse and worse. Then you love this is that when we were there, um, I was like, why is there a safe in the bathroom? And <laughs> it was like the size of my body. The guy sells the illegal switch plates for a living. <laughs> oh, great. Okay, cool. And brass knuckles. That doesn't. I'm okay with that as long as it weren't weapons. Yeah, and then I mean, no, uh, those are me. those are exactly those are what weapons. Those are. <laughs> as long as it's not guns, right? Exactly. Like, I'm okay understand. with it. Just don't let it be guns. You know, a good old fashioned switchblade is pretty. Point is, is retro. I don't know how that didn't wind up being worse than it was, but yeah. it, they were actually really lovely people, and I would like right. like to see them again. So the other day, I'm just like sitting at my desk, and I guess I was doing an Insta story. Oh, I know what I was doing. I was putting my my blonde extensions and my blue hair because my hair is blue right now. Looks really good. Thanks. And uh, I just slept on it, so I don't really know what it looks like. But thank you. Um, I like the color a lot. Thanks. Um, but yeah, um, I was making those videos, and then all of a sudden, I get a text from a six one seven, and it's like, hey, like your Instagram videos make me laugh. Like whenever you come back to Vegas, like let us know. Wow. And I was like, oh, I won you over now too. I see. Like okay, so this is this was the goal always because I want a sick place to stay in Vegas and a and a pod if you need it. Uh, in a pod as well. Yeah, you you have your your pod optional. At I want to join the pod. Yeah, you could. I was like, what if I, I was like, what if I bring like the guy, what if I like bring him out there? I'm like, babe, no, not to like, no, (laughs) no, I know. But like, by the way, he would die though. Like if I, you don't tell him why. And then he's like, um, something just happened. So can I tell you about, (laughs) can I tell you something that I really like about this guy is that my last like significant relationship. And I've been in a couple speed bumps, by the way. And I was thinking about all of this. I went on this train of thought because he's at a family wedding right now. And if you'll remember, like, the first guy that I dated after my last big relationship, we went to a wedding. Mm -hmm. And, like, it was a massive hiccup. Like, it was, like, the thing in the relationship that just, if I wasn't already only half in before, I would say that I then stuck another limb out. Like, I was, like, I'm, I'm, like, I got one foot in this, one tippy toe in this relationship still. And um, the dude I'm seeing the other, like, he did say to me the other day, like, Oh, like, I wish I, I could have, like, if I knew you, like, a week earlier, you would be here right now. And I was like, 
No, I wouldn't yep. mm-hmm. because I learned Smart. a very fucking valuable lesson, <sighs> which is that meeting the family too soon in general is a disaster. But also like everyone handles a wedding differently. And I think Ooh. that this is where you and I will really like you and I really, I think are all actually all three of us, I think are very in sync on this. But like there's a there's a protocol to the way that you behave at weddings. I don't care if it's in a, if it's a backyard barbecue or at the Ritz in Hawaii, like there is a protocol to the way you behave at a wedding. Um, save for the fact that I got shit faced recently in my friends, but don't worry, every wedding I go to, I've yet to be the shit faced person at a wedding in my life. So I think this was the one. <laughs> you get one, yeah. But uh, you get one, exactly. You get one. you get one. Everyone does, by the way. Like you know, I've been at weddings where the person getting cut off is a fifty-five year old father of three. So like, it's fine. Uh, what um, phone? My phone. Okay, fine. I'll get it later. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, um, Christina can't even get her own phone because Wes is like you're not getting it he's like no bitch no he's like bitch don't even try it it's mine now um so I was like thank god no because you know what happened at that wedding right which is that we got there like as the bride was walking down the aisle okay because they were so late Right. And then we had to stand on the driveway. Like, I wouldn't even exhale. Like, I was so, I felt, I was so mortified because, like, I don't like to run late to, like, the bank. Like, let alone, like, someone's fucking wedding. Like, if they're sending the bride down the aisle. So then we, like, shuffled in after them, like, really quietly. But, like, you know, it's like a 40-person backyard wedding. Yeah. And... The entire room kind of quiets, like as we're walking in. Like they don't just like <laughs> it's just like you know, the show must go on. Like that did not happen. Like it was like, but we're gonna hit pause. Like there's no like it was so dark. So that just really was like ultimately. I was like, this has said everything that it could say to me. Like not not to mention the fact that his sister was like horrible and like it was just gnarly. So. I have learned that, like, the wedding is the one thing. That should actually, that should be the thing. Like, that's not us starting out a relationship date. Like, you need to really fucking, like, be with someone. Weddings are emotional enemas. And you either, it's like, it's just, once you have that emotional enema, then you're like, I can go (laughs) forward or I need to be done with this shit. And that's how it always is. Weddings bring mm-hmm. out every it just you yeah. all the shit. Couples break up after weddings. Couples all it's it's or they're or they're even better. You know? Yeah, it's it's kind of like, like a what are we doing here? It's like a what are it's we like, doing here? Or it brings back it's either like you're already together and it makes you like reminiscent of that romantic time and you don't have it anymore, so you're bitter about it, or you're like <laughs> Or what are we doing here? You know, here's the other thing is that Aziz and sorry, of course, on the unfortunate nature of having to say this is he wrote a book about relationships that I thought I the parts that I read, I thought started out really well, which like, by the way, like it's like the irony of him writing. This is not lost on me, like especially the arrogance to think that he was like simply in a relationship like he had a girlfriend that he was like really into when he wrote it. But it was like. The arrogance to think that you're like a relation, like a relationship expert because you've been in a relationship that kind of works for like a year right, and a half is right. like crazy. But he started That's very soggy flicker. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> but it, it started out with saying something like, you know, every like the, like the most couples I know break up after weddings. And it's because and this is, I think, the real reason this is like the moment that you're like, what am I doing here is the vows. 
Because you're either watching it and thinking like, I would do that with this person or how would our vows be different or this is what I would have or like, this is how I could like, yes, that's how I know I commit to this. Or you'll never feel that way about me. What are we doing? Like kind of like, yeah, you don't. This is a waste of time now because you're never going to you're never going to do that for me. And I like I've talked to so many people who broken up after weddings. It's it's a thing that should be like, that's a thing. Oh, no, it is. That's like that's and I thought that was like very I mean, there's a lot of problems with Aziz and that book right now. And I totally side with I always side with anyone who comes out with like a allegation or whatever. But I just. um, Yeah, I just thought that was like the smartest thing. It's true. That's like when you see it's a tipping point. It really is. I don't know. I like. I don't know. It's also uncomfortable, too, because like. You see your friends get married and you're like, does that change anything? Like, has anything changed? Like, I think Tom and Katie, for example, on Vanderpump are a great example of that when Katie said, that's not the guy I married. And it's like, no, 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 Katie, like you guys almost didn't get married because he cheated on you. Right. So like, yeah, like him cheating on you within the marriage is the guy you date. Like exactly (sighs) the guy that you married. Right, right. You know, and like I do... I thought it was like very I kind of knew something was like really like dark there when she's when Katie started talking about how much everything changed after the wedding and how it was like an iOS update that no one else got that she got. And I just was like, that's a really I've never heard anyone married say that. Like, I've never heard anyone be like, yeah, after the wedding day, like things got real. Like everyone I'm like is like, no, it's just the same way that it was before. It's just like even better. You know, we're just, like, happy to be together. Yeah. To, like, act like someone changes after a wedding is weird. Yeah. Oof. Their relationship I mean, I think tough. that's why some people get married is they because they hope someone is going to change because the con- the um, the commitment is supposedly more concrete when you're married. Yes. But you that's not what you should be looking for when no i mean when we were talking about this this morning is that you had a run-in with one of my neighbors who like she's just a cunt like part of my language <laughs> but like she's just a and cunt. by running you it just wasn't that nice to be <laughs> no i mean when yeah you, you like you oh, like, literally neighbor. ran yeah, yeah. past her yeah, and yeah. like the, and she said like she said who are you here to see like as yeah. if she's the gatekeeper so like not to give you guys too many clues but like there is a place there's like my place is separate from the uh, it's not like a gated community in any ways. But in a way, it sort of feels that way because it's like the neighborhood after the neighborhood. I was just like, I'm here to see my best friend. Yeah. Well, no. And I mean, like, but it's just like you're not it's, it's not like, her, like, how dare she yeah. like ask anyone anything like just shut up and do whatever you were doing. And the reason why I don't like her is because she does stuff like that <laughs> where it's just like, first of all, you're being judgy <laughs> and weird. Like, don't ask anyone who like. You don't know what that is. That could be a man like coming to impregnate me. Like this could be my sperm donor. You don't know that. Like leave me alone. Like you don't know me. You don't know me. You don't know me. (laughs) Um, Secondly, like I just have had so many interactions with them that were like just, I mean, as you said, the guy seemed nicer and it is. But at the same time, I also think that there's something inherently fucked up in that because it's like he gets to be in the perma position of the nice guy that's like kind of embarrassed, like behind his way, like kind of like, oh, I don't know, like she runs a show, man. I don't know. Like that is not an attractive thing for a man to do either because you're kind of like, hey, like, you are not a prisoner here. 
Like stand up for yourself or like, you know, why, what happened that it got this far away from what you guys started out with? Because I'm sure that they did not think they were starting out like that. And my whole point in saying this was that you said they had a baby and I was like, yeah, I think they had that baby too. Like, oh, no, make their marriage I, work. I don't know if they have a baby, but you said you. Oh, I thought you said they had a kid. No, no, no. I said they were moving stuff in. Oh, and then yeah, I yeah. said, yeah. And then I said, um, I right. was just I surprised because I've never, their I've never been like, I've never been on your street before and had yeah. anyone like be like, who are you and what are you doing here? I was kind of like, oh, who are you? Oh, yeah. Exactly. Like, I'm like, my I best friend lives. Yeah, my yeah. best friend lives here. I've been here like a hundred times. Like, no, they're just fucking weirdos. And like, I don't, I don't know. They had that kid and like, she just looks so stressed out. Like, she's also the kind of person that like, I just sometimes see her like standing on the porch with like her lips tight and just like staring into the <laughs> lips tight she's just like <laughs> like i'm Real like, tight I'm like you're not gonna smile you're not gonna frown i'm like there is nothing coming out of you except for anger like yeah. you're just like oh seething on a you're porch. like her pure emotion is anger and then Oof. and you just see her there and i'm like you'll you know you gotta break it up you gotta be like, hi have a nice day whatever she never fucking cracks she is evil evil Some, I, she's evil yeah like i can't well you clearly have a lot of interaction there so you know what her no, deal is it's like so maybe it's like, six times i can just tell like you yeah. know first of all you know i know my vibes yeah secondly like i just i just hate couples like this where it's like i want to feel bad for her husband like oh this poor nice guy that's like he's stuck in a relationship with this bitch but then i'm like no dude you fucking like Go back into your body, repossess your nuts, and then, like, just say, like, yo, you can't talk to me like that. Or, like, I'm not going to live, like, afraid. I'm I'm not going to live walking on eggshells. That is the couple that walks on eggshells constantly. Like, they're just unaware of where the next mine is going to go off. Yeah. And it's always – and it's funny, too, because the men that are usually in those relationships, like, that, they're just repeating a behavior that they saw – yeah. You know what I mean? And it's sort of like them just constantly repeating this like vicious cycle that, you know, it, it's a weird uh, there's and it's both ways. I don't know. I mean, let me throw like, out an idea for you, though, because this occurred to me recently, too, like with cer- certain people, you look at them and you're like, oh, like poor so and so in that relationship, like they're so like abused or like they're so like they take a lot of shit they shouldn't or whatever. And like, I think that sometimes people put themselves through hell so that people ultimately will sympathize with them. And I don't think that's yeah, most some people's people have a martyr thing. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think most people's personalities are like that, but they're like, I'll make my life a living fucking house. So everywhere I go, people can be like, Oh yeah. yeah. Poor so-and-so yeah, yeah. like drives me nuts. Uh, we have to wrap it up. We have to like, take our calls, but I want to just keep talking about stuff. Thankfully, that's what the rest of the show is. Is we'll be talking, but more about other people's problems first. Right. These crumbs of the table on the table are really disturbing me. Um, I want to take our calls. Want to just do it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's do it. That part about please don't sue me. I have nothing. Still makes me laugh after all these years. It's me, Tina the Diva, calling with a very fun and exciting update and possible like questions. So, um, I just jumped for new one. I recently had moved back with my parents who were hardcore alcoholics and kind of verbally and mentally abusive, right? And um I work at a daycare where I've worked for six years and it's not going anywhere. Like I'm making minimum wage. Like it's just life kind of took a shit for me. 
show, my friend of 26 years, my friend since we were very little children, is moving to Austin, Texas for a year to try it out. And she wanted me to come with her. And I said yes. I think that's really kind of fun and exciting. I have zero regrets or, like, doom impending in my heart about it. I'm just like, yep, let's go. Let's try it out. Let's do this fun, like, Thelma and Louise road trip thing from Seattle to Austin um, and just see it out. Now, my question for you is you went to Austin. You like Austin. What's your favorite thing about it? What maybe not was awesome about it? And am I totally fucking crazy? Or are you like me? You're just like, do it. Go for it. Adventure. Because we're both single. We don't have children. We don't have men or women with us. It's just we're single and we're free. Right? Okay. Anyway. Bye. Love you, Christina. Love you, Moles and guests. Tina, oh my god, that was so funny because I said to, like, right just a second ago, I said, like, I don't think you guys understand how much interaction I have with Tina at times, and I just go, she just hit me up on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> so we're laughing because we feel like we know you, so there's that. It's just, I think this is, like, the second you said, like, I had to move back in with my parents who are severe alcoholics, I was like, I don't want that for Tina. No. Like, I don't want, if she's too, like... She's been through a lot. She's been through a lot, and the last thing she needs is some more. Like, she really doesn't. And if you guys don't know who Tina the Diva is, she is, like, an OG listener, and we had her on as a guest. She came on once. She is Disney-obsessed, and she's also, like, a survivor. So, um, Yeah. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, you got to get out. I am literally really happy. I am like the elation that came over me when you started talking about. I was like, I felt a sense of dread. I was like, oh god, oh no, no, no. And then all of us, because it felt like your own like private Grey Gardens hell. And then all of a sudden, not that it's Grey Gardens, but just the probably I don't know. The alcohol is a metaphor for the disintegration or whatever. But like, here's the thing. I am so excited for you. Congratulations. Good on you for being confident yeah. and strong and bold. And I, God bless you. And I'm so excited. Yeah. I mean, look, I think that you'll do like, I thought about it from every angle. Cause as you were talking, I was like listening to like, it was like hitting me all my Austin experiences. I was like experiencing them in my mind. And I think ultimately what I came to is that you would do very well in Austin. I want to just like talk about financials really quickly because like, you know, you're coming from Seattle, which is an expensive city. Um, but you also just had to move. Um, and you have had that job for a long time. You're right. The daycare job. And I'm sure that like you said, they'll have you back anytime. Um, I just, Austin is a very expensive city rent wise. I like think a lot of my friends who work there, um, most of my friends are in some sort of service job or whatever. Like they work in a restaurant or something. And I know that they definitely are like, yeah, it's not cheap. Like it's really like my friends who have good rent, like they really, their, their heels are dug in there. They're not moving. But here's the thing. Seattle's really expensive. No, Seattle I know. Is, yeah. I was going to say that too, it's but like she also just had expensive. to move out of her place yeah. that she had. So that's always been an uphill battle for her we know that like with with like whether she's moving out and bringing her sister or she has a roommate or something she was also living like that too she was also yeah. living very lean and i think that also seattle could be a is a, like i don't think she's living like next to the fish market yeah, 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 like yeah. i think she's probably living more on the outskirts but that said austin has that as well there's outskirts that way as well like you know the actual city itself to afford to live in is expensive and i think that you should definitely at least go for this first road trip whether or not you decide to like live there after this at least go and like look for work like go put it in a bunch of applications 
like just you know how to, you know how to get a job. I'm just like saying that's but these are these are the first number one concern that I have is that Austin is a little bit expensive. Um other than that, you're really really friendly. I think that this would be like a really good opportunity for you to like meet someone because you also have this like you know, extreme dedication to your sister at home, which isn't really your responsibility. And I know that you've taken it on yourself. And like, you know, I think that if you're going just with your friend, that's a really good opportunity because now you get to like build the parts of your life that previously were dedicated to your sister. You know, maybe like you get to have that opportunity we all had like right after college or whatever, where you're like, okay, I'm going to go find myself now. Um, Girl, you're gonna go get fucking drunk, and you're gonna make out with like, I don't think, like cute Gina's Texas like that. boys. He well, does not like that. Then you go and get you a diet coke, yeah. And you fucking, you know, go and <laughs> just have yourself a good time. Like it's so fun. Austin is the best. Great food, great people, great things to see. Like it's low key. Yeah, I mean, my favorite things to do when I'm there are literally just drink and eat, um, but not in like the weird. See, here's the other thing with Austin is that like I don't need Xanax there. And that's what I always say. Like I have no social anxiety at all in Austin. I can walk into a party alone. I can go to a bar alone. I can do whatever I want. And a lot of people like say like, oh, I couldn't move to Austin because like I die from drinking or whatever. And it's like, nah, dude, like you would die from drinking in New York. Like in Austin, True. it's totally there's no pressure there. There's not also that like the thing with like long, like with drinking hard, like in a city is that it would 100 also prevent like uh, relies on like the atmosphere around you. So like in New York, it's just a high pressure atmosphere. Like Everywhere you go, you're like, is this person judging me? Or like, am I standing in someone's way? Or like, and yes, and yes, am I chic enough? And, and yes, like, and you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, and all the answers that are yes. And you know, like, you know, yeah, it's all like, it's just there's an overall, there's an urgency there that doesn't exist. And that, that urgency creates the pressure in everyone. Like, I really have, like, just in LA, I think we see 50 50 on that, where it's like the people out here that are very business oriented and they're like, fucking let's go let's move go and then there's the other half of it which is really leaned into the california lifestyle mm-hmm. and they totally. walk like you know point zero 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 two miles an hour down the street <laughs> yeah and i'm like must be nice to be that relaxed austin has an overall sense of ease it is also like the kind of place where i feel like most of my friends who work there have jobs that they can leave at work like they don't go mm-hmm. home and think about it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm sure the daycare situation has been emotional for you in some capacity just because you're a good person. And I'm sure that there's parts of the job you cannot leave at work. And it might be interesting for you to have a job at a restaurant or something. I'm sure you like serve tables or something before at the very least you're a hard worker. Um, and that's one thing I really like about Austin is people there seem to have a really good grit, like grasp um, on like work life balance, which is really an important thing. Um, especially like when you haven't had it before and you finally get to like kick it and like, you're just like, Oh, like I, I was in a meeting the other day and I said to the woman, like, she's like, Oh, you've got a lot going on. I was like, no, I'm like, there's at least five hours of the day I could work that I'm not working. And then I was like, wait, I guess that's where a normal person would have like a life though. Like (laughs) I just like, but I'm the I'm that kind of person anyway that when I'm with my friends, I'm like, let's do a project. Like, let's like, do it. Like, let's let's make something. I'm always like that anyway. Like, that's how this whole fucking podcast started. I was like, oh, I want to hang out with my friends and make something. So 
Oh no, man. Tina, just like have fun. I think this is a really cool opportunity for she her needs too. It. Like, really take the time to cultivate. You can cultivate. Like, I know you love yourself, Tina, and you're very on yourself, but you can cultivate a whole different side of yourself in a new environment. You don't have to be the person you were in Seattle. Um, And the only person who's holding yourself back is you. And that was the thing that I learned, like, coming to L.A., like, that's what I was excited about was cultivating a new person for myself. But ultimately, like, I kept myself in, like, sort of – an idea of what I should be. Yeah. And like, don't fall into a trap of that. You can be whatever you want to be in this new space and take advantage of maybe cultivating a different side of yourself. Absolutely. And like, make sure that you, if you really like it, that you find a way to stick with it because you're also the type of person who makes friends very easily. And let's say worst case scenario, things don't go the way that you thought they would with your friend from school, but you really like Austin. Don't let that be the reason why you don't stay. Like find find other friends that are, you can like, you know, get in an apartment with or something else. Like just make sure that if you really like it there that you find a way to stay there and that you're not reliant on your friend's presence like to split rent or anything like that because um, that's like the only time like it is a bummer when you see someone like move home from L.A. because they're just like I don't have any money and I don't have a friend. Like, <laughs> And you're like, but you're actually like really good. Like why are you leaving now? And they're like. I just don't have the cash. Like, I don't, <laughs> I moved here with my friend and we don't talk anymore. Like, you do meet people like that in cities where it's like kind of a hub of creativity or anything else, or it's a little bit expensive or, you know, something. Like, I just, just so, I think the sooner that you can also start to cultivate your own life outside of your friend, even though we love your friend, we love her, she's great. Um, just in case, you know. So, yeah. That's it. On voyage. Oh my gosh, girl, she's probably like, already lived there for a month. <laughs> and it's also just like, no, she, this is fairly recent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's also just like, you're going to feel lonely. It's not because of the place. I've seen a lot of people say they feel lonely in a city and it's not, yeah. but like, it's not the place. It's just the headspace that you're in at the moment. I never felt lonely in Austin for what it's worth. I mean, like, I also, I think Tina's like, about, like moving out of somewhere that you've oh, been your no. whole life. You know no, what no, I mean? no, no. I know. I understand what your point is. I'm just saying that, like, for I'm a person that can feel like I had like you when I moved out here. You know, um, you weren't here at the moment, but like I knew you'd be back. Ed was like working in Iowa or something really gross. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like he was like, was. remember I sent you that like status? When yeah, it's so cute. And I also just like still can't believe that like you lived in Iowa. Like what the fuck? Imagine, um, <laughs> imagine. I know. No, in um, London, Ontario. I, I think people fall into easy traps for why they're not making connections with people and they'll blame an entire city right. filled with millions of people before looking inward. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or an entire gender of people. You yeah. Know what I mean, like before. Just know inward. that. Yeah. Wherever you are, you got to. It's on you. You got to push yourself out there to make friends. You got to be social. You got to be. I'm not worried about that with Tina. Yeah, I mean, Tina's that's good general great. advice for the masses. Yeah. But like, this isn't great, Tina. Girl. Like, especially like. She's going to make friends at day, her new daycare. She's going to be. You know, you're going to be killing that. If I can make friends in Austin, yeah. I, you can make friends in Austin. Tina can't, like, t- I'm not worried about Tina. I think that's more like general advice for the population at this point. Don't be a diva, Tina. Okay, let's, <laughs> let's, oh, she can't help it. Um, let's take another call. Hi, Mal, Christina, and guests. My name I would like to go by is T, and I'm calling with a question 
not really sure if it's a question, but maybe a bit of a question and amusing, just a story to share. So recently I was on the dating app, um, just to be honest, it was Bumble, matched with this guy, and we hung out a bunch of times, and it was fun experiences. I'm much younger than him, probably about 10 years or so. Um, granted, I'm in my early 20s. He's in his early 30s. It wasn't a huge deal. It was fun. We had fun. But long story short, I didn't really find him super interesting. Um, and some weird stuff happened. And I think at one point, I kind of wanted to be not to talk to him anymore, kind of changed my mind. And then eventually it seemed like he wasn't, he kind of wasn't that interested anymore as well. Um, but long story short, so after everything's all said and done, I Googled him. It turns out he's kind of a celebrity, which is really weird. He's like in a very niche field and he is a very well-known person in his field and is, I guess, some, a millionaire. So, um, while that was really, really interesting, I'm not... I'm definitely not a gold digger, but the fact that he is so successful now makes it kind of clear why maybe he was really, really kind of mysterious and held back some details when we were talking. And I kind of want to start talking to him again. I did kind of restart the conversation, but it's obvious it's not really, like, there. And I kind of feel bad because I wonder, like, if I'd known – know what he who he actually was or something before we hung out would it would I've been like I don't know more into it or whatever um so that's kind of like I said it's not really a question I guess kind of just advice on meeting people and putting your best foot out there like what's the best advice to not be in a situation where like after you end something with somebody you're like wait maybe I shouldn't have um but yeah that's that's my question. Uh, thanks, Lisa. Bye. One, I also just want to note that this at this call, maybe Ed put his sunglasses on. <laughs> I was like, I can't even look at her. Listen to me. You, I'm sure you're very lovely, and I'm sure you're an attractive young lady or whatever else. But like, I think the only thing you had going for you was that he, you didn't know who he was. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Like, I'm just gonna say it. There are plenty of like you know, attractive young women on Bumble. And I'm sure he's put his dick in a lot of them. And like, I want to express that to you as well. Is that like the reason why you're not really getting back a lot of heat from him right now is probably because he's already moved on. Like if this guy is near what you have described him to be, the last problem he has is getting laid or and the last thing he wants is an emotional connection. And babe, all these um, twists and turns of which you describe That's called dating. (laughs) Okay, that's dating in Los Angeles. Okay, that is like, that is dating. Is she in LA? Or wherever you are. That's dating on Earth. Can you give me a city, though? Because I do want to know. Because the way that she kind of described it, I'm thinking, okay, maybe there's tech. But tech is also a very vast. It could be field. San Francisco. Um, it could be. I'm just trying. Chicago. To, Chicago is the okay. area That's code dating. for the number. But she could live anywhere. It could so be maybe he's like a big commercial anywhere. real estate guy. Could like anything. If he's, but she did say that he is famous within his niche, and mm-hmm. that and that implies that he is a millionaire. Yeah, that is her takeaway. Right. So 
Um, I just was like, there's only a few industries that you can be quote unquote famous in and a millionaire, and it would be like Google bullshit. You, your twenties, I'm, I'm, I'm for clamped. But what I will say is, is that um, you, this was a perfectly healthy and normal scenario. It doesn't, I, God willing, I don't think anything super weird happened other than you. Oh, I do. I think that there, I have, I have an, I I think something happened to her. Oh, you do? I'm going to tell you what I think happened. Oh, okay. Tell me. So they obviously had some sort of interaction or experience that made her very uncomfortable. Oh, Because she backed away from him. And the only reason why when you're in your 20s and you're just like a fucking desperate loser, the only reason why you like walk away from a guy that's made you uncomfortable is, or like, you know, or like you see someone and you go like, oh, I kind of want to see him anymore. is like something fucked up happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't know what that thing is. And I'm not going to like make any like oh, assumptions, okay. but I will guess that like, you know, maybe things got a little bit too forceful and like you know sometimes you just like have sex with someone and you're like oh he's on a different like level you know what totally, i mean it's not totally. always like it's, a bad it's situation. not always yeah and it's it it just sounds like you two kind of backed off each other no he's, it sounds like because he then pursued her and they started to dip back into it but and then, then she said that she hit him back up and then he was kind of like out right so yes but 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 the point being is that to me i think something interesting is that she backed away feeling a little bit uncomfortable okay. from everything that she implied but he continued to pursue her and she was like no like, i just felt like she, she wasn't that into him and then no no and so then they started kind of seeing each other again and but he was put the pushing away this time oh, okay so do you see that it was a little bit of a cat and mouse game that started with her being uncomfortable or like right. a little bit she didn't really want to see him anymore and and i'm using finger quotes when I say she didn't really want to see him anymore as I'm not going to read into it too much but I will say as a woman I know when I have said that about like guys and like you you know most chicks they just really want to make it work like why is she's on a dating app because she wants to make it work but then like why so then she's hung up on him again because now he's she found out he's famous and now she's yes well and that's also the sort of thing that 20 something like 20 year olds care about 100% I was just more my thing is kind of like this is the back and forth of it all for me is I've completely experienced this and it's just very much like this is just dating. Like there's no, nothing not. to me. This is just this is a one out. This is like there's there's I, I can't even go if I go into the horror stories of the shit that I've experienced. I think like this right. is like this is like, OK, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. Blah, now he's famous. Now I'm a little more I'm, I'm kind of re- wondering if he was so bad, like that's, I feel like the tone of what she was oh, saying. Oh yeah, no, she wants to know, like, is it normal to break up with someone and then be like, oh, maybe I made a mistake. And 100% it is. Um, but I will say this. Sorry. I will say this. Um, there's, I think actually a lot, I think that actually there, there was a lot more here than, than I think that what wasn't said here is actually very interesting. Um, because, this is like this is part of dating and mm-hmm. like why you need to date a lot because agree, there are going to be experiences like this. The only way to inform yourself of what you want is by living through what you don't want. Um, and I also think that like, you know, 100 percent like if you're if you find out after you date a guy, I found out once when I was 23, I was dating a guy and I found out he made one hundred thousand dollars a year. And I was like, why didn't he pay for more shit? 
And like to me, like that's how much money a hundred thousand dollars a year right. was. So to find right. out that you're dating a guy that's like was a millionaire and you could have lived that millionaire life if you had just n- not felt weird that one time, you could be living like a millionaire right now. I know what she's why she's doing that. She regrets it because she's like, but what would life would have been if I never pushed away the first time? And I think that there's been two or three major shots since then. That and I can I think she's only intrigued because of the money. I think and she I needs to move forward. You, I think she's like leave it in the leave him in the past. Well, yes, that's true. But like I think that this is also worth discussing a little bit. Do you understand what I mean, Christina? Because like yeah. this is a thing that this is a, a thing that women do in particular. Or, you know, I don't know, whatever the more vulnerable party is in a situation, I often just assume the woman is a slightly more vulnerable person and that like men can kill us or, you know, two women together. I don't know. Women can kill women, too. I don't know. But I will say, (laughs) yeah, I mean, there's been some lesbians that have just taken each other down for no fucking reason. (laughs) But um, no, I just I think of like there's a vulnerability there and you're young. There's a power dynamic with now, you know, he's a millionaire and he's older than you, which is in and of itself. Like when you're dating a guy that's older of you, older than you, like a decade older than you. Which, by the way, he's a creep. Like, there's he, if he's if you're 22 and he's 32, you guys have nothing fucking in common. I but like, here's the thing: there's a lot of guys out there, gay, straight, whatever, who date younger people. Yeah, because they're not, but they're not good to date. Yeah, I I agree with you, but I'm not. I won't put that judgment on them. Like I've had friends who are a little older who have dated guys who are way younger. And I know I, who you're thinking you of. You know and who I I'm thinking think of. And that. he was he was not the creep in that party. He was actually the victim in that scenario. So it's it's but I'd, I I wouldn't I know what you're doing. I know what you're saying and I know what you're doing and I agree. I think you should say it. I'm just saying that not everything applies to that rule and I would not the sweeping the sweeping generalization I think is tough. Sure. Well, there's things that fall outside of that. Um like, you know, there's definitely relationships right. that fall outside of that. There's always a surprise thing, but I think that people get very delusional and they're like, but we could be the exception to the rule. And what I'm trying to do is be very realistic and say, you know what? It's actually not a Disney movie. Like you actually, this is I not a rom-com. Agree. agree. The, the hard truth and the hard reality to accept in life is that maybe you are not special enough or maybe you just didn't pull the lottery ticket on that one that you are the exception to the rule. Everyone should move forward assuming they are the rule. And I just think that you have to treat people. Look, extrapolating money and all that bullshit. That's all she cares about now. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Focus on how he treated you, what your interaction was like and what the dynamic was and stick with that inside of you. And don't worry about he's a millionaire and all that shit, because all that stuff is literally severe. And I know like it it ultimately is very superficial. So just uh, that's all I want to say. Like, I, I'm not telling you like and of course, in your you're in your 20s, you're going to date. You need to date. This is dating. You need to like Molly was saying, figuring shit out, figuring what you like, what you don't like, what works for you, what you're comfortable with, what you're not comfortable with. You got to do all of that. So just keep it moving. That's do all you think I wanna... it's really possible for a 20 year old to f- just to forget the fact that, that she found out the guy she's dating is not only famous, so to speak, but a millionaire. 
Because I, I wouldn't have. be able to, I wouldn't be able to stop thinking about that if I found out that I had been like sleeping with a guy and he'd always been a little bit reluctant to tell me what he did. Again, that like reminds me of a movie where it's just like I didn't know I was like dating the biggest movie star in the world. Um, you know, I grew up without a TV. Um, but like I, I just, I, yeah, I. But I will say, go back to the. I would mentally, if I were you, I would try to freeze frame the moment we stopped hanging out with him the first time. Yeah. Because that's the only moment that matters was like when you knew what was up. Because exactly. like if the chemistry wasn't there before you knew this, it's not going to be there because you, you know this. That's like it's not going to change like she whatever vibes nice you got. Yeah, you just want a nice steak dinner and girl just save hey, your money for yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but also just, I don't know. I mean, I know this is a, like Googling someone is a controversial kind of subject. That's uh, why I say don't date. fucking. But do you even check if they're listed as like a sex offender? No. Literally, so like, no. Did you, did you check that? Yes. Before I oh, go out do, on a date really? with someone, yes. You're smart. I, I never done. I mean, I've never done that. Before. I just make I mean, sure I, that I, I meet the person me. in public. I don't. I'm. I mean, I don't even make out with a guy on a first date. So, like, and I'm not saying that. I'm smart. Like, I've had plenty of terrible things happen to me right. in my life. Um, that's not why I don't Google guys. I just don't. I just don't I don't put myself for at least like a while of knowing them. And at that point, once you've gone on like six, seven dates with a person, which is like usually where I, I like I'm like, OK, like I like you enough that like I'll go to your apartment or something. Um, that is when that happens usually in my world. And then by then I have a good enough sense of who they are. And I probably have Googled them at that point because we've been dating. We've gone on six dates. You know, like before you enter my vagina, like I'm going to Google you, but like probably. But like if if we're just going for a drink, no. This also speaks to and mm. if we're assuming that he like let uh, we're not sure. So yeah, we, well, if let's just say he is in tech or whatever. I just read this interesting article on like the wildly like disparate inequality between women and men in the tech world in the dating aspect oh. because <laughs> there's all these men with all this money and like they're just circling through all these girls and they're like convincing all the girls that like shit's just casual and they're and and it and it doesn't and the thing is is that like you have to this is another thing like you have to get to the point where your self-esteem is strong enough to withstand douchebags because it's like they're unfortunately it's Unfortunately, the world is not a kind place all the time and you're going to come across some bad dudes and you have to be able to be like, you know what? I respect myself more than dating a millionaire who's going to make me discount myself. So you're worth more than a few coins, you know? And so it's so funny that like that. I mean, to me, that's like something I has been such a conversation for like 15 years in my mind is the inequity in tech, which is just like. Also, there's a great Vanity Fair piece. Oh, there's no, like, I don't need to read it because I know. Yeah. But like, no, but been, even uh, down to all these like these sex parties that are happening, these like invite only sex parties yeah. and the girls are like all even the married tech couples like they were saying that there's some really high profile people who are so pressured into an open relationship because they have it so good with their like quote. And it's all of the it all in this. And this is the horrible thing. Revenge of the nerds. You guys, it all dates back say, to that. All these fucking nerdy losers finally have money. <laughs> and so it's like they never got laid and now they're getting laid in a way that they never dreamed about. And now it's creating this horrific. Nerds it, are kinky, too. 
Nerds are kinky too, but nerds need no, to. No, I mean, I mean as well. Like, right. they, uh, what one thing to remember with nerds is that you add on the fact that they're also probably into some cosplay shit. Like, of course, they're right. having sex parties. Oh, totally. Yeah, they're yeah, probably yeah. just getting like in their mind. It's probably like getting together and like trying. It's like a hackathon, but fucking. Like they just right. like are like, oh, let's all get together. Like we're superior beings. Let's get together and fuck. And that, and it doesn't mean this is yet. everyone in that industry. And this obviously this is like I don't want to generalize. It's just an article I read. Hopefully, you know, I just I just hope she just. Forgets about the coin, moves forward, keeps dating, figuring out what works for her and what doesn't. But this, to me, I've been so dragged through the ringer and I have gone out with like really, really wealthy dudes who have been like, you know, like older and let me pay for this. And you're just like, okay, but sure, but I don't need you to. And I don't need, like, you can't buy me. You know, I'm not for sale. Like, you can't buy me. Like, is my thing with that whole thing. So just don't be for sale. Okay, I want to sell one more anecdote and then we'll move on. But I do want to say that, so the guy I'm dating right now, like, really, like, best thing that's happened was that we both gave each other one more chance because at both, at both, both of us at this point have done things where it's like, like, either we've, we've had a fucking flip out and tried to sabotage the whole thing (laughs) or like, I fully blew him off on our first date, but I, this is what happened. So... I had this guy and I met technically through Instagram through like a friend of his that's kind of like sent us to each other in sort of a way. So I am I have a date with him on a Sunday and this is like right when like it was kind of towards the beginning of this like really long flu I've had and um, it was like kind of towards the beginning of that and I was feeling so sick. So I went to that place we go get massages. It's like 60 bucks. And yeah. I was like, I just need to like see if I can get this cold massaged out of me. And if if I can't, then I'm going to cancel the date. So as I'm walking down the street, I get a text from my friend who like I fully like I told her I was like, I was calling you Yenta for like a week after this because like I was like, you I was like, you spun me out. So I get a text all of a sudden saying, have fun on your date tonight. And I am incredibly private, like, when it comes to stuff like that. Like, I don't tell people necessarily, like, oh, I'm going on a date. I don't tell guys my last name. Like, I don't, you know, if I meet them through an app usually. But then, or, like, if I, this one, this guy just happened to know my name because it's on my Instagram profile. Mm, It's not like there's no veil there as there is with, like, like, Tinder or whatever. So... Um, I kind of just like stopped in my tracks and I was like, how did she know about my date tonight? And I'm like, did I tell her? Like, I don't know. I actually haven't talked to her in like a couple weeks. Like, there's no way she knows this guy. Like, we don't have any like mutual follows or anything. And then I, I was just like, how do you know about this? And she was like, oh, like the guy you're going out with works with my friend and he was showing my friend your Instagram story. And he said like, Oh yeah. Like I saw her at a party like last month. That's my friend, Alexis's friend. Sorry. I'll just say Alexis. Oh, and, um, that party, you came to the party at the end of the night. Oh, that was that part. Yeah. yeah but I- we can't say any more than that. But like, yeah, after, after oh, the okay. dinner, but Might like, that's- my nose, by the way. Yeah. Um, after that dinner. Yeah. Um, I was like furious 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 because i realized like 
a word that I have often made fun of on the show. I'm fucking discreet, dude. Like, I'm like discreet, like a fucking gay guy in the 70s when I'm like about my dating life. You know, maybe I got a family. Like, you know, I'm very like, I don't, don't fucking Google me. Don't, if the number one way to fuck up everything for me is to go to our mutual friend on Tinder and be like, oh, I matched with so-and-so. What about her? Um, hello. Remember when the person that you texted me about told member that yeah. I freaked out about it because yeah. I was like, um, you mean someone I've been sexting with has brought my name up in a conversation to my best friend? No, and- actually, it was someone you were sexting brought <laughs> it up to friend, his friend. It is friend. He happened to know who you were exactly, exactly. But do you remember how I felt very violated by of that? Course. Because I was like, but I didn't know you'd been sexting. That's the other thing. He uh, just said like, oh, they've been going back and forth, like laughing. They've been having right. fun. And okay. So the, I didn't understand there was like dick pics in the mix. You under you also were informing. You also, everyone informs their situation with right. what they know, right. right? So you knew you had been sexting. So when you say, oh, I met this guy and he was saying that you were texting his friend. I get, yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't make it sinister or gross. He was no, just saying it. Like, he was, it got was, it. Yeah, I think yeah, that yeah. you said something funny. I think that's I'm, yeah. why he brought it up to his friend. I think I said, like, I would never date a guy who was, like, super anime or something like that. Oh. Or, like, something weird. I don't know. No, he, I, it was, was, like, when animated. you met the guy, he was charmed by you. Like I didn't hear you, that anime thing. You also informed me of yeah. after the fact. I didn't know about the anime and I didn't know about the sexting. All I heard is that <laughs> from this guy who I don't even remember it is, I, but I do remember he had a friend who was like, "Oh my god, I'm talking to this guy who's really funny." Oh, okay. And then the guy was like, "Oh, that's my friend's friend." And right. then when I saw him, he was like, "My friend is talking to your friend." And right. so I went to you and said, "Oh, this guy told me you're talking to his friend." And so you all of a sudden go to like. She must have seen a dick pic. Like they no, know about I the anime. Like yeah. blah blah blah. Like it's all just yeah. like it went. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, um, I wound up like not feeling well after my massage, and I was like fucking also pissed. Like I was pissed for a couple of reasons. One, because I really wanted to go out with this guy. Like I really wanted to like see him, and like I just was like, oh fuck. Like now I now he's like someone I can't trust, and but then. I, look, I will say, I will just say this is that I'm not even like that Googleable or searchable or anything like that. Like I'm, I'm searchable, but like I don't think that like you'd look at my social media and be like, wow, she's very successful in her field and is probably a multimillionaire. Like I don't think you would like look at me and think that. And that's how violated I feel. And I get like fucked up on some shit. But like really, the only reason why he even showed his coworker was to be like, oh, this girl, I'm going on this girl. She's really funny. And like, which is sweet. Right. And like, the you know. That he, is sweet. He did in his mind, there wasn't even an option that this person would know who I was. Um, and the odds that this person knew who I was is fucking wild to me, too. Because I was right. like, what did I do at that party? That like, I was like, some random like facial memorized me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what did I do at that party? So probably nothing. Like, it, it's just like, you know. No, I'm just laughing about I'm like really cute. I remember something you said to me at that party that make, is making me laugh, so. What did I say? You more or less, <laughs> I don't think I could say it. I mean, I, I won't say who it's about, but you told me just, you you were like, you should blow that person. <laughs> I did? <laughs> yes. And I was like, I'm good. <laughs> like, I was like, okay. Oh my we're God. Good. We we're good. crazy. We're crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah. So yeah, uh, just so you know, like I'm fucking nobody, let alone this tech guy or whatever he is, this, this guy you were dating. 
I, he's not going to like that you know anything about his career. He's not going to like that. He would have power moved you with it in the beginning. Say, agreed, move on, just let it go. Okay, anyway, sorry. Move on. We'll move on. Let's go. Hey, Wags, Miles, Christina, and guest. Um, I am a 27-year-old adult hoping for some advice on my upcoming high school reunion. I just got the Facebook invite today it's in june so i have some time to think about it but i kind of wanted an outside perspective um you know from somebody as intelligent as you and christina and possibly your guest and definitely some feedback from wags um so i really don't speak to anybody from high school anymore and i feel like i've kind of just grown and done my own thing in my career and i feel like you know moderately successful for somebody who's 27 um i'm a little nervous to go but also intrigued um since high school like I've come out as a gay man um and I you know grew have my own friends um I'm a little bit worried that it'll all be like a kind of compare sizes on like who's married who's doing this who's doing that um I am single so I'm not really seeing anybody and I don't have plans to see anyone until like you know late 30s because I feel like that's when you have your shit together um, that's all I had for you. So did you go to your 10 year? Let me know. Thank you. Love the pod. Please advise. Okay. So that's like everything that you just said is exactly what everyone worries about before a high school reunion. But can I say to you, can I start by saying I went to your 15, right? Was it 15? Uh, it was my 15th. Yeah. So I went to Ed's 15th with him and Ed went to an all boys school and like, I don't know, like what I like. I went li- to an all boys Catholic high school where yeah. I was deeply closeted, very much on the football team and very much like was like sayonara, not talking to any of y'all ever again. And so <laughs> everything you have just articulated is everything. I, I'm not married. I'm very single. I not only was in a career, I completely changed careers at like 32 or 30. Yeah. So everything that you're saying was everything I was experiencing slash a lot of us experience. And so I was like, Molly, you need to come with me to my high school arena. And we didn't go to the, we went to a drinks. Wait, can I just tell a story first before we get into like the whole thing? So anyway, we were there and we had gone to like, we had been drinking beforehand as well. Cause like, by the way, I also went to my mom's like 20 year reunion. Everyone gets fucking blackout. Like, absolutely blackout like i was at my mom's 15th reunion which is so weird but i was in high school and some guy was so drunk uh he fell asleep on our couch and i realized in the morning he's, he was wearing a lady's headband so <laughs> so anyway when i went to the reunion with you i was like first of all i was like a peak grandma time like i was like i have to go home at like nine. i can't do it. i can't i'm like so tired at like 10 10 is like my cutoff but, like, I also wouldn't, like, hooked up with anyone in a really long time. This was, like, last winter. Like, and it had been, like, I don't know, probably, like, it had been, like, a minute since I had hooked up with anyone. And um, I saw this one guy that was, like, he's kind of, like, the Robert Kardashian of your class. Like, in that, <laughs> but, like, like his face is, like, he's, like, cuter. Like, do you know what I mean? Oh, he's way cute. He, in, uh, yeah. And he has, like, uh, he has, like, a vibe to he's him. A, yeah, he's, like, like, Italian. yeah. So I like, I don't know what I did, but I, with my eyes, but like at one point we were at the bar and I just said like, Hey, and I looked at him like, 
let's fuck. Like, definitely, that's what my eyes were saying. But he was like, whoa, okay. And I was like, (laughs) and I was like, what did I just do? Like, am I more powerful than I thought? Like, I didn't even know I could do that. Um, But then I wound up just going home. I left like, I left like an hour later. But you told me after the fact, you were like, Molly, that guy is like so gross. Like all he talked about was like how much pussy he gets and like how much (laughs) coke he does. And I was just like, yeah, that makes sense. Well, he was very much like, yeah, he was talking about that. And I'm like, that's like, I don't think he's a bad guy at all. I think he's a nice guy, but also not the not. He's not marriage material for your best friend. Well, like, he's also, like, I wasn't ready to marry him. I just, yeah, but like, also, yeah, yeah, I'm just like, all right. I would say like, sure, go for it. But it's also like there was a lot of coke talk in the mix. There was a lot of, you know, yeah. me and my boys, you know, and, and this talk in the mix. And so I'm like, uh, sure, if you want to go down that road go by all means you're an adult but at the same time i was like i don't know if this is the road you want to go down no i mean like to be honest something must have come over me i don't know what it was i think it was being in a room full of irish catholic schoolboys. um one of like none of none of them were particularly attractive except for i thought that guy like had a he was cute he had a thing um but anyway i'm glad you know i'm continuing my streak of not having hpv which is you know just something (laughs) at this point it's one of the few badges of honor i have left in this world um but yeah like i didn't go to my reunion for all of the reasons that you are listing plus like i just don't like what would be the point like for me to go to my high school reunion it would mostly it would like 99 percent me being like showing up to like stunt to basically be like, so what do you do with your life? Yeah, okay. Like, well, I live in LA. Like, I live in I live in Glendale. Okay, so like I <laughs> like I'm royalty. Okay, I'm the queen of Glendale. Uh, so what have you been doing the last fifteen years? But um, yeah, it would be like to stunt. That's exactly what I do. I would be like, I've seen y'all on Facebook. Y'all look like shit. Like, I still look young, uh, vibrant. I better style than you. Always been the case. Now we're all here. <laughs> now we're here to recognize it. You're like cute next to gorgeous. Gorgeous is gonna go ahead and devour cute. Yeah, exactly. Molly, I, Molly got to devastate Macaulay. Like yeah. that is what that is who I have become. She's like I've officially scored too far in the looks competition <laughs> for her to catch up at this. For those girls to catch up, and um, you know that's it. I'm gonna wave Flav's heart. <laughs> you were gonna win Flav's heart at the reunion. Yeah, I am going to win with Leia's heart. By the way, I just have been watching Celebrity Rehab for the first time. Like, I've never really seen it. I saw the season one. I watched that for Defamer. Right. I think that's when it Is started. Is this the one with on? Yeah, I think Danny Bonaducci's on it at some point. Okay. On which, which one? Uh, Celebrity Rehab. Oh, yeah. So season one's really sad because it's just like literally like it's Jeff Conway, like Kaniki right. from Greece, oh, who's just like that was, that was so sad. I, I saw that season. That it was, was dark. Vicky, his girlfriend, Vicky, Jeff and Vicky. He went, his his um detox was so bad. He had yeah. to be hospitalized. Like, yeah, it was really bad. Which, know? by the way, like is not like particularly uncommon. Like a right. lot of those people yeah. there, like I was like. How bad is their using? Because they seem like Shifty from Crazy Town. Right. Shifty from Crazy Town also had a really bad come down. And then, but like, you know, like a lot of people there, like Jamie from Family Matters was there and she was only there for weed. Like literally there for weed. I think she played Judy. 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 That was in the like early 2000s, right? Was that celebrity rehab? Uh, yeah, I think no, I think it was like yeah, maybe. I mean, it depends what you think like is early. It's two thousand nine or something. I would say no, like, it happened when it happened after college because I watched it for Defamer. 
I think. Um, but yeah, so they went all the way up to season five, and I skipped all. I skipped up until four because like there was like you know there was some tragedy. Like yeah, they also like have lost a couple people mm-hmm. at that point. But the last season is Michael Lohan, the guy who played Hobie on Baywatch, uh-huh. um, who who has a fear that if he drinks water out of a plastic bottle, he'll become bisexual. Oh, it's been linked to cancer and bisexuality. That's what he wow. said. That drinking water out of plastic bottles is. Shit. Um, he brought his own water purifier. Oh, like I mean, I mean can you imagine? Like I'm like so. I never you drink know. water out of plastic bottles. I know. So I don't know what you know. the explanation is for me. Honestly, I don't know. Maybe as a child, you drank too much water out of plastic bottles. I don't know. I don't know. It was those quarter waters. Yeah, it has to be it. But um, no, I don't know, man. Like. He's really dark. Like, also, that's like a journey I really need to discuss on Emotionally Broken Psychos. Is like, imagine being so homophobic that you won't drink water out of a plastic bottle because you've convinced yourself that that's what <laughs> makes you gay. Like, yeah. <laughs> it makes you have a touch of the gay, just a yeah. touch. Like, I'm, I'm trying to think what his lot, like, because it makes his mouth, like, shape. No, it's it's the plastic. It melt the plastic emits into the water, which is oh, like so that like is a BPA true kind of thing. Yeah, it is true that like you know it's not ideal to drink. You don't drink water that's been in your car all day because it's hot and like the sun is on it and it's really really bad for you. Oh, TikTok. Um, but oh, he can he can eat. I've I've fed him TikTok. Oh, he, he, he can, can eat, eat a okay. TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's probably like worse things on the floor. I keep dropping one of my sleep medications, but it's so tiny. That, like, I can't find it because I'm blind, you know? Yeah. They're, like, in the bathroom and stuff. Um, But anyway, Michael Lohan's on it. um, And then Amy Fisher's on it. And it's so good because, like, Amy Fisher's, like, she's fucking sad, man. And, like, you should be. And you would be if you did something stupid as a teenager. Think about the Amy Fisher of your high school that fucked up really fucking bad her senior year. Do you think, like, like Monica Lewinsky, like a Tanya Harding, we're going to revisit, like, Amy Fisher's narrative in a different light? I don't think that Monica and Tanya... I I did think about whether or not they're even remotely comparable, and I don't think they're remotely comparable. Um... I think that what Tanya's movie did was like shed a lot of light on her personal home abuse and some of the people around her and the addiction around her in ways that it could have gone. Because I do think that figure skating, I realized, is one of the few sports that you have to have money to come in on the ground mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. Being a gymnast is like that. Golf can be like that. Tennis can be like that. Horseback riding is like that. But there's not a lot of professional sports, skiing, like you that you have to come in on a ground level with money. Fencing. Yeah. So like that's fencing for sure. I mean, how many swords do you really need though? It depends on what you want to like specialize. Right. Um you want an epi, you want a foil, you want a saber situation, you have to start from the jump. Why do you know so much about fencing? Because I did fencing. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. In high school? I played the foil. No, it was after college. Like it was That's after- so dark. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. I was fun. I loved practice it. Practice in the plex. Yeah, the I fencers, remember that too. they would be like, oh, that wolf. Like when they take off their mask, I'd be like, oh, he cute. They would like shut down portions of the plex for fencing, Oh, right? they totally would. Yeah. And, and then they had like the wrestling guys. And I'd be like, hey. You guys, the plex was the name of the gym where we're from. But listen, I do think that, <laughs> no, you know, Amy Fisher on Celebrity Rehab was like, you know, I just watched it and and I think that also she's kind of she is stuck in a unique position. Um she she did a terrible thing. 
Um, she also was 17 or 16 or 17. And, you know, she had a man that she was in love with in her mind that kind of basically said, the only thing standing between us is my bitch ass wife. And so she went and did what she thought she needed to do because she is 16 or 17. Right. Now, I don't know if we're going to revisit her because all Monica Lewinsky did was fall in love with the president and give him a blowjob. Like, what Monica Lewinsky did, especially for the punishment she got, pretty, like, pretty... She did basically nothing. Amy Fisher shot someone in the fucking face. But, like, that. my whole point in saying this is that, like, think about the person in your high school who has the most reason to be ashamed of something they did because they were young and stupid, Right. They're the one who should be afraid to go to the reunion because, like, their last, their last, like, like big splash. Unless you was the Amy Fisher of your damn high school, you better get your ass. You better. There. I mean, you if you have any interest, there. don't worry about it. Like, they. It also the other thing too is everyone calms down a lot. There's still gonna be. When I went to my cousins, my cousin and my best friend from high school got married. I set them up, one for one. I um. You know, I did notice that the one girl that, like, from my high school that I really fucking hated and made my life hell, who's still really good friends with my cousin and a big, re- or my my best friend, which is, like, a big reason, like, why I can't even, I can't, I can't go, I can't look back. Like, it's too dark. But, um, you know, she was who she was in high school. And she was very judgmental. And she, like, only knew how to communicate through, like, basically shit talk. And, like, you know that very small person that thinks that the most interesting way to start a conversation with you is by shit talking someone else, a.k.a. uh, Molly Tarloff. uh, This random girl I went to high school with was the plus one of her friend at her wedding. And, like, this... This girl was like the girl that I went to high school with was just like walking around like openly shit talking people like as like her in for convo. And like it was she did it with me like she did it with like a couple other people and eventually got back to the bride. And like, you know, that's her special day. Like she doesn't need like someone some plus one that she doesn't even really know, like walking around the wedding shit talking. People who were like that in high school are going to still be like that because they're, it, those people very rarely like develop past it, I really think. You know what I mean? Um, it's also about like, well, the one thing I was very pleasantly surprised, the guys that I had like played football with, they were so nice. Yeah. And the things that they remembered, because I was like a freak to the core. And like they remember how nice they were, and like, well, the best part was like that. Like more than one of them was like, I, you know, Eddie was really special. I'm like, he's been special. I was like, he's always been special. Like I just like, got really like defensive for you because I was like, you don't need to tell me that Ed Hansen's a good person. How did you treat him in high school? That's my question. Well, and it was funny because the guys that like tortured me were like not there, but it was like funny because like I was like tortured. Like if I bought a thrift store jacket that for fifteen dollars that I thought was great, I mean. And it's also like the all boy culture and, the you know, that, you know, I yeah. was like fucking dragged and like, yeah. you know, and I was like, is that guy going to be there? And like, and I was sort of like, I'm going in strong. Like, I was like, I'm going with my best friend. I have, there's, I have my backup here. Like, we are coming in for the kill. So I was going in like ready for battle. Like, I was like, if you think I'm the same Boy, who didn't know how to stand I did not know how to stand up for myself. I was relentlessly bullied. Didn't I? Did not. I didn't learn how to fight for yeah. myself until later on in life. I did not learn. It was not a skill that I learned early on. I knew how to do 
dumb shit like score touchdowns and everything. But what the fuck does that mean in the grammar scheme? Yeah. You know, those, the funny things are the things that people remember me for are like, for me, like, they're like well, that was nothing but they're like oh you like yeah like they're like oh my god like that and i'm like thank you for remembering that because i for- fucking forgot it and it was incredible and football you great. know that i almost got into the acoustics like there, <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot I of mean, things you there's don't just know. so many things about me that i'm like i feel like are so much more memorable than me like scoring a 50 yard you know run and touchdowns and all this shit but they remembered that about me and that was really interesting to see that they had that memory of me and then now that i'm like out and proud they were like really wonderfully supportive the good guys were yeah there were like a few weirdos in the mix so i felt like okay like you know like the weirdos though were just can i say like as a non-gay man yeah like i on they were categorical weirdos right like there was i remember there was at least two people there that i'm just like why would you show up to a social event acting like, you know, y'all ain't shit, like, at all? Like, why would you even bother to show up to that? Like, I like you are making it very obvious why you behave this way, which is that you are, like, broken and have some deep self-hatred. Right. Like, anyone who shows up to something to be a hater 15 years later is so sad. Like, that is so sad. Exactly. It's like, you, it's like, it's like you want to think that everyone had moved past all of that, you know, and left it in high school. And that's part of the reason to go too. it's like you're kind of like, hey, here's the new evolved, best, strong, confident version of me. Like, I'll let you have a look. Right. And then, you know, that's it. And like, I, I'm I'm most I'm all of my friends are basically from college. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and then since then, you know, yeah. it's like all my best friends are basically from college. So like, you know, people and then very early on in L.A. And so with rare I'm going to Chicago in March. I want to see. Oh, my God. Some peeps. Yeah. I can. Yeah. yeah I'll get Bustos in the mix and I'd love to see her. Yeah. Actually, she's married to the guy I'm dating's friend. Like, they, seriously, they know each other. Not like not super well. Yeah. But I was actually I saw her like profile there and I was like, oh, who's her husband or whatever. And I like, oh, yeah. Clicked on it. And I was like, oh, the only friend we have in common is like the like Bustos and then the guy I'm dating. That's really funny. And I was like, that's so, I was like, that's so random. Yeah, but then I feel like Chicago is really fucking small. It is. It's really small, but it's so great. Like I had the best time. My post-grad experience in Chicago was everything. Yeah. Like, I, I just loved it. You love and it. I've always had a soft spot for Chicago. Um, you love it, babe. But yeah, like, so just, mm. you know, don't put pressure on yourself to go. But at the same time, like, go because you want to you know sh- give the world the gift of your of your presence and you know don't worry about the haters you know like haters don't do anything with their lives you know like they don't win because they're too busy hating it, i don't think it's any small coincidence that the guys that were like brutal to you weren't there right like not because they're afraid of like oh what if ed hansen's there <laughs> no no i think <laughs> oh, like, yeah, they sir. just are like they have never They've never like people who just like are there's always like people who have hate in their heart like that. It's really like and I look back on it, Wags. By the way, Wags says hi. He like crawled up. A, hi. Um, people who have hate in their heart like that. I found that a lot of times like my biggest bullies in high school. Looking back, I realized that they had some shit at home. 
Yeah. Like their parents were really bad alcoholics. And like, I just didn't even understand. That is universally true. There was just something else that was like they needed to compensate. Yeah. Or they were closeted themselves and they were fucking, their being was just fucking reacting to my fucking shit. Or their parents beat them up. And so they had to go to school and be like, let me burn off some of this hater energy. And like, I'll just fucking beat the shit out of this gay kid today. Like, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm going to get hit when I go home. So I'll just beat out this gay kid and like that'll make it that'll yeah. make tonight getting through dinner tonight a little bit easier. Yeah. But Ugh. I'll just riff on the gray synthetic fur on its coat. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh my god, you had gray synthetic fur on your coat. I'll, I'll just was... I'll just threaten to beat the shit out of her on the R train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't look at the R train the same way. No, no. Yeah, it's rough. Now anytime y'all see me in faux fur, it's a it's a fucking it's to show you You're that taking I, it back i will take back my faux fur and i will wear it proudly you can't bully me out of fur i just want fur. you guys to know that there's a deeper narrative to ed's faux fur than you ever thought <laughs> you ever thought i didn't even know that oh totally. now just, i'm like really proud of every time i've seen you in fur yeah i was because i was bullied for fucking wearing fur like faux synthetic fur and that's okay you know what though that's our journeys yeah because it was fake it was an alaya no, um, it was just kidding. because like he, it existed because like Ed showed up at no, an all boys school wearing a fur wearing jacket, a, like a, a jacket with fur moment on, and then of course I was like the, the f bombs, which Joe, like Joe barely is like not the queeniest thing now. Like to think about you showing up in high school with like a fur jacket is oh like it's a little like it's a little. Are you like Joanne the scammer? But in high it, school, it was just a fur detail around the collar. Like no, it Joe Namath used to wear fur 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 on the field. He used to wear a fur, Dude, fur coat on the I'm field. I'm telling you, I. I'm, I couldn't win. I'm saying it's chic, but I'm win. saying at that time and at that time, like it was like it was not, it was not dissimilar to you power moving all of Boston College by <laughs> walking through the quad in the middle of winter in yellow Dolce and Gabbana shorts. Like, I would it's wear a, a yellow Dolce and Gabbana mesh it. tank top that was had cut so low <laughs> that my father was embarrassed <laughs> to pick me up from the airport. Like that was literally how lo- like my. <laughs> And that now I understand too why he'd be like, "Can you not wear that?" Because like people would probably looking at him with like, you oh, know what I'm saying, like yeah. with like a boy who's dressed like a fucking whore yeah. and thinking like, "Oh, I uh, no." Like, and no, like you and your dad, kind like I could see you as kind of not looking related. Like we don't look anything alike. Time when you I were look so tan and like, yeah, like I look yeah. much more Latino than my father. Yeah. My father's not Latino, and, and, and that he's not. Yeah, and, and so <laughs> that he's completely Irish and Danish, and then I look so we don't look anything alike. Yeah, so now we I come in all shades. We do. Oh, true. We do. It's true. We do. But when um, you see Tim, you're like, oh, Irishman. Yeah. Like you don't really look at Tim and think my father. But then when you kind of the more you'd see it. But it's like so I understand now. There's a lot of things I now in retrospect, I get that I didn't get at the time. Yeah. So I'd be like, I want to wear this. This is what satisfies my my soul. Like I'm expressing myself through fashion. And he'd be like, uh, can you not wear this to the airport? Like, Have I told you that? Like, I haven't told you this. I didn't. I don't even think I remember to say it out loud. But there there was been like a couple situations recently where we were talking to someone that didn't realize you were mixed. Really? Yeah. And like it was like awkward. Which way? And then like. Um, I think one. I think it was each one way each time. Oh, okay. Like I think someone just assumed that you were like purely like your parents were both immigrants. Mm-hmm. Like I think yeah, it yeah. was like sort of like that, and you kind of like were actually like you know. Um, and then you were like, my last name's Hanson, you know, yeah. or like you know, I think it was like it went. It was. I think it went either way, but I was like, 
Oh, I was like, you should tell Ed that you were offended by that for him. So I just want to let you know that. I've been, <laughs> I remember, like, I forgot to say at the time, like, that was really fucking weird. And I can't even remember what it was now. But, like, it's happened two times recently when I don't think it's ever really. Ha- I've never really seen that happen before. No. Someone's, like, questioning your race. Yeah. The only time, the last time it happened was, like, a homeless lady <laughs> chased me down the street telling me to go back to Mexico. And I was, like, I'm from, my mom's from Panama. You're trying to reason with her? I was, her? like, trying to reason with her, but the math <laughs> didn't allow that. But um, literally, she was, like, chasing and she wanted, and she's trying to punch me. And she's, like, go back to where you came from. And I'm, like, I'm from L.A. And so, <laughs> and I'm, like, in my head, like, and she's, like, literally, she's, like, chasing me. And I'm, like, I thought she was going to hit me. And she was way bigger than me, too. She was, oh, like, cause I'm yeah. not, as we all know, I'm, like, shorty. I'm, like, barely 5'7". And she was, like, six foot two, like, 280. She was, like, a big-ass alien Warnos, you know. And she was, like, screaming at me to, like, go back to where I came from and to go back to Mexico. And I didn't have time to break down the cultural nuances and specifics of where my <laughs> right. family's from. And, like, you know, because I was being – She didn't uh, seem open to she it. She didn't seem – she's screaming and lunging at me. Yeah. So and I was dancing in a circle, like, trying to avoid her. In my head, I'm like, do I kick her? Is it downtown? Where were you? I was in West L.A. Oh, like by the VA, yeah. by the Wags's vet. Um, you know, there's a lot of homeless around there, and unfortunately, there's well, a lot. I of, remember that there's a lot happened, of mental yeah. illness. You know, and you know it's a, a big problem, and it's like you know, like at least she's not so mentally ill. She doesn't know to stay on that side of town. You know, yeah. like because it's a nicer part of town to stay in if you're homeless. I think. Yeah, there's a lot of homeless people around there. I will say it's interesting. Oh that, yeah, that area right by that. Well, Santa Monica, too, is, like, just people always forget. I mean, people assume that L.A.'s, like, homeless problem is detained to, like, downtown. Oh, yeah, no. No. But that was, like, a good thing in L.A., though, at one point, that they would just, like, pick up homeless people in Santa Monica and, like, basically drop them off downtown again, right? Yeah, that was. Yeah. Dark. Okay. Well, have fun at your high school reunion. I don't know if we helped or not helped, but just go and, like, just be yourself and have fun. And if you don't like it, leave. But maybe one thing you could do is make sure that you have at least one person going that you know and you like. Go um, with your bestie. Yeah. Or, like, you know, if not your friend, your bestie from now, bring, like, find someone from high school that you're like, at least I can talk to. Like, regular high school. Like, just like it was in regular high school, you'd be like, hey, are you going to be at that thing tonight? Okay, right. now I'll come because I didn't think I was going to know anyone. Like, I didn't right. want to get I didn't want to get stuck getting picked on by so-and-so. Right. So, um, yeah, maybe think about that. All right. Um, do we have time for one more call? We have one update, and it was from the listener who was bisexual, called in episode 150, who was um, had never had a serious relationship. Do you remember that one? She got a serious relationship in two episodes? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> she, uh, you, we asked her some questions, and she uh, sent up the following things, and she was also like super psyched to hear from us. Oh, that we okay. answered her questions, so like here, here's a little update. Mouse, Christina, and. Uh, Last week's guest, thank you so much for answering my question. I love the answer, even if I got dragged a little bit. And uh, I'd like to answer some of the questions that you guys asked, brought up throughout your answer. The first one is, how do I know that I'm um, bi? And the answer is, I've actually had several flings, hookups, you know, on and off things. I've just never been really serious with someone. The second one is... Um, do I live in Brazil? And yes, I do. And I think that kind of makes it a little bit more aggravating for me because the culture here is very family and couple oriented and sharing a lot about your personal life here is so 
normal so uh, you know just part of the culture it's very hard to just not share about your personal life when everyone else around you is and the third thing is uh, what's interesting about me and it feels so silly to say these things like holistical but well here goes one um, I guess I'm a generous person I really try to help and that's something I like about myself Two, I've uh, always strived for independence, despite the fact that I live in a, a context, a cultural context, in which most people live with their parents well into their 20s and 30s sometimes, and I've always strived for independence, for living on my own, doing my own thing, and helping my family out financially, and I'm, I'm proud of that. And three, I just recently adopted the most adorable mutt ever, and She's just like an angel, and I sent you on the email where I'm sending this uh, audio message, I sent you the my, my Instagram profile just for you guys to see her and how beautiful and angelical she is. And I know that's that doesn't make me a good person or anything, but I'm just uh, proud of this dog. Uh, is that? I hope that's not too weird. Um, as a dog person, I think you will understand that. So thank you so much for your answer. And uh, I really love the podcast. Love you both. Bye-bye. Um, okay, so this was very exciting because Christina pulled up your Instagram so for me to look at it, and it's a post about your dog. And I got to hit the C translation button, and it did a whole fucking paragraph. Like, usually I get one word when I hit that, but it really translated your entire Spanish paragraph into English, and I'm just amazed. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Portuguese. I'm Oh, Portuguese? Well, yeah. unless she wrote it in Spanish, but. Oh, uh, no, it's Portuguese if she's Brazilian. Portuguese, yeah. No, I'm sorry. I'm just stupid. No, you're um, not. I'm also, just... like, Spanish and Portuguese look the same, They right? do. They At look first, very similar. Yeah. Okay. Oh, what I was going to tell you about my cleaning lady, Martha, which is apropos of only the fact that I thought this was Spanish, was that she thought you were refusing to speak Spanish to her. <laughs> And I was like, she doesn't really speak Spanish. I was like, she speaks a little bit, but I'm like, but she's... also like, I don't assume like pe- most people here don't kn- know that I'm Latino. Yeah, when they talk to me like really. Yeah, most of the time, other Latinos here have assumed that I'm biracial, which oh. also isn't wrong. It's yeah. True. But like most Latinos, so like I don't operate that they understand that I'm Latino. And yeah. also like I don't really feel comfortable conversating in in uh, conversing in Spanish because I've. I've had my Spanish judged for being as weak as it is. Sure. I don't feel super comfortable. And she was super competent in her English. So why yeah. should like No, she, I just I think that she, because in like her she never world, even tried. So. No, in her world, I think that well, first of all, like even Ed, like I've been surprised that sometimes when someone like comes in over the years, like about different workers and different things, and you come in and you just speak straight you just start like conversing right away in Spanish. Yeah. It's just cut out, you know, a lot of like if you know that you both speak fluently basically the same language but i thought it was so like interesting that her takeaway was that like i think she i think because that does happen if you speak spanish you probably she's probably used to people walking up to her and speaking in spanish if they speak spanish well i just do it um i also just don't assume everyone who looks like no i know i know i i I try to gauge it off of like a word you know what i mean kind of like do they start in spanish i do too she didn't come in like that too she said hello she was i mean look i I didn't get like an hola como esta you know there's like little phrases that kind of tip the hat i got none of that so i was like okay let's go english only i mean i really like i i thought it i just it just reminds me that i don't know what goes on in martha's world because like that being her like take i was like 
is it like I kind of was had the same thing. I was like, is it possible she just doesn't speak Spanish? But like it was like so interesting because she her thing was like she she wouldn't speak in Spanish to me. And I was like, oh, she doesn't speak it. That's why. Like, I, right. I was like, I feel I feel like that's very odd that we've been probably harboring that my friend didn't speak to you in Spanish all week. I don't feel comfortable speaking it to other people who aren't my family because sure. they're a lot more forgiving. And also, like, Puerto Rican dialect is completely different. So I don't know totally. how familiar she is with that. Like, totally. It's not completely different, but it sounds different. Yeah. Like, my mom and- actually fr- recently complimented me on, like, she was like surprised at how native it sounded. Yeah. But it was like a small couple of phrases that I was talking to my grandmother. Like I was like, it seemed like I knew, but I was like, I have a lot of work to do in that department. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I think I'm, I'm like, just, like I she's tried a to... Puerto Rican girl from New York. Like, yeah. She doesn't it's necessarily funny. speak that. Had I not gone to school in Boston, I don't think I would have been so quick to like clock Puerto Ricans. Because I clocked you as Puerto Rican right away. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I knew right away. I was like, oh. There are for, uh, like, I'm always surprised when someone gets it right away because I'm like, how do you know? And it's always like, I dated a guy. Who, oh, it's you like, look like his sister. Or yeah. like, I went, <laughs> like, it was someone who's just like, has been around a Puerto Rican you and just, knows that what can, we look like. You can look at a Puerto Rican. I'm just, I have, it's like, you can look at a Dominican. I know, I can look at a Dominican. I'm like, you're Dominican. I can look at a Puerto Rican. You're Puerto <laughs> Rican. I can look at a Cuban. You're Cuban, Argentinian. I have a really good eye for that kind of stuff. And just like the same with like in Asian people. I, I can, can do that with I can do that with Asian people. I don't Thai, have as much Korean, of a Chinese, yeah. Japanese. Like if you look at every different Asian country and Latin American countries, you can really if you even in certain like like a Swede right. compared to like a Dane, there's you can see the difference. I like, honestly think it's shocking when people like look at a Japanese person and they're like, oh, they're Chinese. I'm like, no, right, I'm like, you're like actually, actually, I'm like, they it's a very like it's a different, very different thing. Different and like, facial and that's features. not to say that like you can't be Japanese and have some more like from another totally, country's features. Totally. Like I, there's always outliers right. in any situation and there's always people who like, oh, there's some Japanese people people who made it to like right china or like vice and then like like happened. you think about hawaiians hawaiians are very mixed and they're mixed with a lot of them are mixed totally. with japanese like so puerto that, ricans like, like puerto ricans right. are a yeah. mix of very a bunch mixed. of things yeah. i literally just took an ancestry dna test to like find out what the mix is even though like the science behind that is questionable yeah um just so i can like know what the fuck to fill out on the census because latinos not and there's a, a lot of you know there's a ethnicity. lot of black panamanians yeah. too you know that yeah right? there's a lot of black panamanians people don't know that so it's there's yeah that's actually the only panamanians i knew have been like mostly really black. Did, yeah. okay that's it yeah my mom was telling me that too that a lot of people think that well i don't know if it's like maybe in latin america i don't know it's like a th- it's a thing because panamanians are very diverse you know so you don't know like so yeah you could think that there's mostly black panamanians or Anyway, I'm so sorry that this is all come from me. No, but I mean, like, but (laughs) also, like, my translation thing on Instagram, which is very cool. That's so cool. Also, like, she never said anything to me in Spanish to make me think that she spoke Spanish. Honey, that's why I'm saying, honey, that's why I'm saying (laughs) that. I really don't know what goes on in Martha's world because it's like a thing that's logical to you and I. Sometimes I'm like. You only live like a half an hour away, right? Like, why Chase is do obsessed you... with Martha. She like, oh yeah, yeah, she loves I, yeah. Well, no, I mean, it goes to a larger thing in Latinos, especially if they're first gen or from their country. It's like it's assumed that you should speak that first, but yeah. like, I am 
very removed from that in a way that a lot of other Latinos aren't used to seeing. Like, there's right. only so many people who have been here for, like, three generations. You know what well, I mean? Well, that's or, the like, other thing, too, five is that generations. has been here since she was five. Yeah. Oh, but, right. like, where her English is, you would never assume that. Mm-hmm. Because she speaks pretty great. I mean, she speaks decent English. Like, it's pretty good. Like, I, I wouldn't say she has so a... Weird. She's so weird. I refuse. I no, like, no, Christina, again, I don't... I think that this... I'm pointing out that, that she obviously lives in such a saturated community of people only speaking in Spanish, Spanish yeah. because no, 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 she almost she I mean she doesn't sound like she's lived here since she was five like you would think or she, if you look at my mom who moved here when she was like 17 her English is perfect but she because in Panama she has they, a very heavy accent she has, a, she has a heavy accent but in Panama they make you take English mm-hmm. it's like a thing it's like they before so oh, I know Puerto Ricans who, who have lived in the US for the bulk of their lives that speak only Spanish because they live in neighborhoods where they right. don't, don't need to you can yeah. like kind of just operate operate in Spanish only and it's yeah. fine but I just think it's funny like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was just like, it's just was like, a, uh, I don't How come know. your friends don't speak Spanish It just was like, me? it was just like, okay, Martha. Like, it was just like one of those kind of, you know what I mean? Where it's like, she's the, literally the sweetest, best person. But yeah. you're just like, I don't know, ma'am. Like, I don't know. Like, and I was like, I, I kind of went out of my way to be nice to her. Cause like, she, no, she I liked took you. wags no, out she of the wasn't house. Cr- <laughs> Honey, she wasn't critiquing your, like, she's no, like she wasn't critiquing like, you. you explain, like, no. Mm, like there's subtleties there. In but she saw you were being nice to her. I'm picking up on that, like, you don't have a relationship. Oh, and by the way, I'm sure there is. I'm just saying that I what I will say is that she I said, I said, my friend, I said she was here last week. She's She goes, oh, she's so nice. And then she said, but she wouldn't speak in Spanish to me. That was what it was. So she did say you were nice and that you were great. She said that to me. Like, so I want to be clear that she wasn't like, what's wrong with your friend? She was like, it was the connotation when she spoke to me. And by the way. I know that, like, there is, like, I mean, these, I call them, like, dog whistles in our society. When guys started to tell me the way the girls acted were just normal, I'll be like, you don't even fucking know. Like, you don't know. You can't hear our dog whistle, dude. Like, I know that that had, that was a nasty-ass thing that that person just said. But that's, like, Christina, like, to your point, I don't want to, like, I want to acknowledge your point is that like you're right i'm sure there's some there's definitely i i believe you when you say that because i also know that we all experience that in different areas of our life i know people experience it in different sexualities like in different everything like there's no so i totally understand that there's an additional thing because i've heard you talk about it before yeah where you've been like i think my girl treated you did it treated me different and then i'm like oh i I didn't know and yeah you were like explaining to me and i'd be like i'm sorry i didn't know like yeah and i'm also fully aware that i have an oversensitivity of it just because i've had to deal with it my entire life like people assuming speak I mean, yeah, I know that, which is why like I was like, it for you. Yeah. I was like, do I tell her this? And I was like, it's just so ridiculous. And it's so like, oh, she must live in a world. I mean, because I have wondered to myself, why is her accent so thick if she has been here since she was five years old? And I realized, oh, like she speaks in Spanish to her husband. Like everyone in her life seems to be like someone who is a Spanish speaking person. And so when that is who you're surrounded with, of course, your accent is going to be a little bit. She probably just doesn't, she doesn't know, you know, she doesn't know any better. No, no. I mean, if that's her whole experience, she doesn't understand that my experience in my life, my parents primarily spoke English to me. Right. Um, Most of the circles I run around, people primarily speak English. It's not something that I come into a lot unless I'm ordering food. I mean, you also live in New York. You're you're from New New York. York, And I don't think Martha lives in a cultural hotbed, nor has she ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And most of the people who I grew up with in, in New York around 
me were like me who were like second gen or third mm-hmm. gen, yeah. Asian, you know, Americans who like people, they didn't grow up talking like this. And the frustrating thing is that, you know, I'm not the only one of my cousins who deals with this, who has, you know, who who lacks this. But because I am the one who looks the most Latino, it is I'm the one who receives the most brunt of this. Right. Um. And, you know, like, I should know what they call this is my heritage language, or I like to say the language of the, which which language of which colonizer do you want me to choose from? Um, because it's the truth. Like, yeah. not all of us are speaking the indigenous language of the, you know, tribe that landed sure. in Puerto Rico. But um, it's just a frustrating part of my life that I have to still deal with every day. And people making assumptions about me, regardless if I move. Sorry, regardless Martha, if did I did that to you, and I'm sorry. Repeated, didn't you feel bad? Um, no, it's fine. I mean, I get it. I will it. scold Martha uh, next week uh, as if I could. Like, uh, she's, Martha's like my mom. Like, I don't even think I could. Like, yeah, I, it's hard. I don't like, even think. Like, one time I texted her and I was like, "Hey, Martha, have you seen like my? I think it was like a remote or something." And she was like, "I would never take your remote." And I was like. Martha, like I like want to cry if you honestly yeah, think that I was like, accusing like, you of stealing. Like I would never. Yeah. And also, if you stole from me, I would probably be okay with it. Like, like you're like but, I just wonder where you put it. Yeah. Like, but that, like, you know, I'm sure that she does have people that assume she steals. Which, by the way, is so arrogant. One of my exes would always be like, "Oh, I don't want a cleaning person over." You know, which one? The neurotic one. Be like, I don't want a cleaning which person neurotic? in my house. <laughs> I, I know. I was about to say the same oh, which thing? one? I know. You got a handful of those. The most. Oh, the, the most. most. Doing the, the most. most. Yeah. Doing the most. Doing the most. But also doing the least. Uh, <laughs> doing the absolute. My, my simultaneous. Doing, doing the, the ab- most at doing the least. <laughs> yeah, doing the most at doing the least for sure. That's exactly right. But he wouldn't let a cleaning person in his house because he'd be like, you're like, oh, I like, she's going to, someone's going to take myself. And I was like, Okay, it's very unlikely that someone would like risk their citizenship or their job at the company or whatever else to take your like what do you think they're gonna take your international dvd player like what do you think they're gonna take do you think it's gonna be your tv your stereo like what would go missing from your place like everything you own is shit so there's that secondly like what do you think (laughs) that this person it's like literally just to get straight white guys who are stupid to open their front door and like video games are safe like you're fine this is the grand latino plan yeah we're gonna infiltrate your houses we're gonna infiltrate your businesses by working as by stealing their rare vinyl like whatever it is like that might be the most valuable thing you had was like rare vinyl (laughs) i think think based on what i saw yeah uh, <laughs> yeah, certainly not the furniture. Uh, oh my god, I know, right? <laughs> I know, I know, right? Like I remember a time, like I had my, I had, like flip flops on or something. I like crossed my leg and like my leg, I was sitting on my leg, you know. And he was like, "Can you take your shoes off? Like my couch is really nice." And I was like, "I'm sorry, which one? Like it's not. It's <laughs> certainly not the one I'm sitting yeah, on. Like, like <laughs> I like I would never put it on the nice one. Where is the nice yeah. one, by the way? Um, Can you show that to me? Yeah. Okay, but <laughs> let's move forward. Ed, I love you so much. Thank I you for you being too. here, you guys. You can find Ed on Twitter at the real Ed Hansen. Yeah, you can find him also at. I'll Ed unlock Ro- it. I locked it because my. Oh, sister, you did. Yeah, I locked my Instagram because my sister told me that they're taking baby photos and doing weird things with them and so that I couldn't post my niece and nephew if I had it an open one oh. so I locked it and I locked my Twitter because I was like might as well and then I'll just do you mean um, like photoshopping for like porn or something yeah she's like you're not allowed to post your niece and nephew if you have an open Instagram so I was like ooh okay so I locked it 
But I can unlock the my Twitter. The internet is sad. It's sad. It's sad. It's like, it's, it's, yeah, it's now, that's the world. That's literally fucking terrifying. And even though I know things like that happen, yeah, I, to like think that your sister has to think about that or that, I mean, I'd probably have a kid and it would never occur to me that that was a possibility. No, she like made me do it. She's like, if you really want to post No, she's like, smart. She's, she's just smart. Like, you just have to lock it. And I was like, okay. I'm just a trusting idiot. Like, I'd be like, oh, like, what, you know. What would be wrong with posting my kids online? Like, yeah, it's like it's like here's the geotag. Yeah, now I have to. So I'll unlock my Twitter. Okay. Well, um, if you want, and that's Edward Hansen, right? It's that one. Oh, the real Ed Hansen on Ed Twitter. Hansen's on Twitter, and then Edward Hansen on Instagram, and then I I curate now. You what? Like I I like look at who's like I I look curates. at the requests. I curate. Oh, you curate. Sorry, okay. I said that wrong. Curate. What words were you saying? Oh, I love it. What did I say wrong the other day? Oh wait, wait, wait. We have to talk about like the best one you ever did, where you were like, I've really been secreting like getting a great job and like I've really been. <laughs> Wait, what is it? Am I saying it's it wrong? Secreting. Secreting. <laughs> like you're using no, the secret. My best one was in Telehensia to Karen Kilgarrett. Oh, that's no. my Karen's. That's that's the funny. Karen and I always laugh about that because my old Karen. Like the coffee place? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, so Karen. <laughs> I can't. Also not wrong though. Maybe. Thank you. Okay. Hey, thank you. No, but yeah, I, think I, I, I think I am wrong. I'm I think so it sick is of wrong. This, like, well, no, a talent intelligentsia like is not. Is not I would that's like definitely I would say like every time I first heard it when I moved here is I was like oh they're like it's like Tarjay like it's yeah, like, like taking I word think, and like doing the opposite to I it. think I accidentally ethnicized that like I think it's literally intelligentsia it and is, then I yeah. said but isn't that also oh, the word intelligentsia and she <laughs> laughed so hard I was I was like wait it's not intelligentsia In- intelligentsia next to los feliz yeah <laughs> les, los feliz and so she we, she and I always she's like you mean intelligentsia and I was like it's our it's our go-to joke because like I want to die for you like that like literally but I'm like I am my heart is too too faint to ever be wrong like that's like my my mom like i corrected her on like her pronunciation of something recently and it like derailed the evening like it was like it was like ever since that happened that. like the la- it didn't matter that you know in the last 32 years of my or 33 years of my life were now erased like i corrected her at dinner right. so hell will rain upon me like do you understand so i i'm also that's why i would say i'm also like super sensitive like my biggest fear is so i'm being like actually my name is like blah 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 i'm like that's my my biggest fear yeah, no like you I, have I been letting that call, guy call you andy at the oh at i can't i'm too embarrassed to correct him i can't Im- i can't correct him now he he calls me andy and i will not correct him because he's like it's too embarrassing for both of us my mom called someone by the wrong name for 30 years and they let and by the way like a person that we were like kind of close to <laughs> and like she did it for like 30 years and like I remember, like, when they finally corrected her, she felt, like, so... She was so humiliated. And I also, like, just never correct her or don't let it go on for 30 years. But, like, you can't let her, like, write Christmas cards to, like, the wrong name. Like... Yeah. I'm fine being Andy for him. Like, that's fine. Yeah. He never needs to know your name. Like, he doesn't need to know. Like, he doesn't need to know my real name. But it's, like... Like, can you imagine that if you were in there, though, and, like, he was, like... That's the guy that calls you Andy. But I walked in. And I was like, oh, hey, Ed. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? Well, I always see Morgan there. Oh. I always see. I literally see Morgan there a lot. Does so she I'm ever all... call you? Yeah, by your like name? she does. But I don't know if he like I don't know if he clocks it or if he's just like so he's just like Andy. And I'm like, uh huh. And then I take my <laughs> mocha or whatever. And then I'm like, bye. And then that's it. So we're just on an Andy name basis. What if you've just been taking some guy named Andy's coffee for the last two years? 
No, because he'll like be like, hey, Andy, you want this with the, and it's almost like oh aggressive. Yeah, he does it aggressively too. It's an aggressive Andy. It's real. Like, see, and so I feel like if he were to find out, he would be so humiliated. Yeah. Or he just would be like, oh, okay. I mean, must be nice to have such a high threshold for non-embarrassment. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm embarrassed every day. I'm embarrassed so often. You don't even <laughs> want to know. I'll, when this is off, I'll tell you the most humiliating thing that happened in a, in a intimate situation recently mm-hmm. that you're going to like die over. Well, I'll secrete hearing that story. I um. know. It's very <laughs> intelligentsia too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Christina, thank you so much. Thank you, Molly. Ed, thank you. Thank you, ladies and birds. And please advise. Appreciate and you. you guys, we're back. I don't know if you listened to our mini episode, but you did what we asked. You did the 500 reviews on iTunes. So we will be announcing our surprise for you soon. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. 